spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Friday. It's portion of the amazing, incredible is brought to us equally by the amazing, incredible Parker and Sons heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical A plus rating with a Better Business Bureau. All right, so if I got an A plus, my mom would go, You couldn't get an A plus plus? Oh, I couldn't get an A plus either. No, no. Nothing went up on my refrigerator. My brother went to Brown University, became a doctor. I mean, he was the book smart guy. My mom, this is my family. My mom goes, One day, my little brother Tristan's probably six, five, six, four, maybe. Like, uh, Chad, go over to the, uh, we, we put up Tristan's uh, progress report. Uh-huh. Go over there. He, he was really little, preschool. Tristan took off all of his clothes today and went down the slide. <laughs> I go, that's a win. That's a win right there. That's my family. <laughs> uh, the president of the United States is heading to the border on Sunday. He's going to go to El Paso. Uh, people uh, trying to pass, trying to uh, come over the border in El Paso. There, these poor folks are sleeping on the street. Uh, they're trying to get odd jobs. Uh, with the border, uh, people that, you know, families that live kind of on yeah. the border so they could get bus fare to go from, you know, El Paso to maybe where a family member is. So Biden will check out uh, the border. All right. Uh, an interesting quote today from Sheriff Mark Lamb, who first we just like to say, uh, my goodness, our condolences to his family. Um, he lost his son, his granddaughter. Uh, his sons, I don't know if it was wife or girlfriend, yeah. they were tragically killed in a car crash. Too many people dying in car crashes. Yeah. Uh, and the hell that Sheriff Mark Lamb has gone through, oh, gosh, our heart is with you, man. That is just a brutal, brutal loss. Um, and, you know, he's out again. He's talking about the border. That's his job, right? Yeah. Okay, here's what he has Well, especially to say. in a place like Pinal County yeah. where there's so much that comes through that area because there is no, you know, with, with the Tohono O'odham tribe and there's just a lot of just craziness. Yeah, that, this the border in some ways is far more of a impact as far as traffic through than I think people realize. So Biden going to the border, Sheriff Lamb. Says what? Apologize to the Border Patrol agents, the CBP officers, the ICE agents for turning your back on them. Those men and women work hard and they deserve better. Apologize to the American people for failing them, especially those who have lost loved ones uh, to the dangerous drugs like fentanyl and opiates. Um, well over 100,000 American lives have been lost in the last two years. Don't surround yourself with yes on this visit. Come over to Border Patrol, sheriffs, local law enforcement, and let us give you a real snapshot of what's going on here on the border so you understand the border crisis all right i know he's a, a sheriff and but he's also very much a politician yeah uh but there's nothing that he said there that i disagree with no it really is true i mean we've talked about it joe biden did turn his back on arizona a state that he won okay a state that he won and he has decided to really do nothing about the border until recently and we'll see if plan works we talked about it yesterday he's got a new plan at least it's something i have no idea if it's going to work well I, brandon judd was on this morning with uh, uh arizona sporting news uh led by uh, jim and jamie and uh you know he said look it's the same plan essentially as that six pillar plan and this whole thought of the app and the but it's not the same plan it is exactly the same it's they just the, the whole app thing too by the way it, you know he was talking about the fact that it's going to have to go through there's going to be lawsuits there's going to be it, it, it might be a year before we potentially see that through the lawsuits and then it, it, it's but here's how it's different if if you live in 
Cuba, Nicaragua, uh, Venezuela, and I'm always leaving one off. Uh, Cuba, Haiti. Nicaragua. Haiti. Okay. We don't. We we we. For, so four places. Four. If you yeah. if you if you are from one of those four places and you come to our border, we're turning you around. That wasn't like that before. It was only like that with Venezuela. If you came in from Venezuela and you came to the border, we turned you around with Title 42. And now it's three other places that we're going to turn you around. That is different. It's That's a little something but different it's, than it's, what we Essentially, done. he's expanded that a little bit. But remember, he was only giving, what, 25,000 Venezuelans total the, the parole. Now it's 30,000 people a month. From, from the tw- four combined. Yeah. So, so it's but, not thirty thousand from Cuba, thirty thousand from Venezuela. No, but 30, he was only getting twenty five thousand total for for the entire year for Venezuela. Now he's upped it. So if each one of them get you know uh, you know seven thousand or seventy five hundred over time, it's gonna be a lot. And it is. And but on top of all of that, this is if it's it, it, once this this thing has to be really tweaked with to make sure it's right. On top of that, how's it going to be enforced? And the questions have already started. When you say you have to do it outside the country. Does that mean I have to do it in my country? Yes. Or, or no, now there's other people saying, oh. no, it can be in any other country but America. You can't do it at the border. It's got to you- be your first country that you come to that is a safe haven. All right. So let's say you're coming in from Venezuela. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, Biden's new plan is you have to stay in Venezuela. You have to download the app. You need to go through the process. And it's going to take a long time. You've got to have a sponsor in the United States. We're going to background check you. So it's not going to be an immediate thing. But I, I was under the assumption, at least read, trying to read through what he was trying yeah. to say, is that if you are from Venezuela, you can't do this from Mexico. That's what I thought. No, if no. By the sounds of it is you can do it from the first safe country you could come so, to. So if you're from Venezuela, you could either do it from Venezuela or if you go into Mexico. If you, you go into Mexico, it? you do it in Mexico. Is that really a big deal? I don't uh, think it's that big of a deal. Uh, no, no. Well, okay. again, if it all gets to, 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 to go, because what they have to do now is it's going to take 60 days because they're going to have to hear comments on these things for, for some of this stuff because of uh, the fact that they're going to try to push this thing through. So then there's going to be, is there anybody who has a disagreement? He said, you know, which we've talked, you know, the ACLU is already going to sue saying you can't, how can you pick and choose a certain country compared to another country when it comes to asylum? It's this thing. If I'd be surprised if it, if, if anything comes out of it. That means what? That we won't be able to stop anyone from the four countries from coming Not in? Not unless we get to a point where we actually pass laws that say this is what the law okay. is and we can go from there. But you're probably right. But at least in the meantime, before all the lawsuits, we can implement this. If you are coming and trying to if you if you come to the Arizona, Mexico border from Venezuela or Haiti or Cuba, uh, you can't come in. That's different. You cannot come in. We won't let you in. Now, when does it start? Because it's not up and running now. Oh, I thought it started immediately. No, I mean that, that, you can't. The app's not even up and running. You've got the app, but, but you, you know, can't go there and do anything. Yeah, but it. you almost don't need the app. At least, it, at least if you say, "Listen, the new thing that we're going to do is if you're from these four places and you try and come to the border, now you can't get in." He's basically—I know this sounds weird—Biden's basically closed the border on four places where you can't. You're not allowed to come in. Where before we were let, basically letting everybody in, except if you were from Venezuela. Yeah, which, and so which is the sh- lawsuit about Venezuela? Like, how do you pick and choose? Right. What, how and, do you cherry pick who 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 the welcome mat goes out for at the yeah. border? What do you bet this thing gets? The, the lawsuit will be filed sooner. The minute it's implemented, because they're they're not even ready for the app yet. I, I guess I have a question. When is when does it start? I thought immediately. Okay, I don't know the answer to that. I thought it started immediately. 
And if it does start immediately, it's probably a good thing. At least it'll slow. It won't slow the people from coming here, but it'll increase the number of people we turn around. Yeah, well, this is so that's you know, short term, which would be fantastic. Might be okay. You know, we should turn everybody around who really doesn't have a legitimate argument when it comes to asylum. But but, but the but, asylum law, he said it today. How many times we we talked to Brandon Judge? We've talked to Border Patrol. They all say the same thing: fix the asylum law and watch how it changes everything. Right. I guess my bottom line is this. If you're from these four places and you come here to claim asylum at the border, it doesn't matter what your story is. We're turning you around and you're going back to Mexico. And that's what's going to happen for the at least in the in the short term. That's how I understand it. It's not just turning Venezuelans around. It's turning Nicaraguans, Haitians and Cubans around. And and also most people are coming in from those four places. They're not the only ones. No. So no. is it a good fix? It's something. We'll see if it works. I don't know. All I right. want to see if it works, too, big time. All right, coming up next. Uh, what are we at? Republicans are what? 0 for 13? Is 13. it 14? Apparently he's down. He needs two more votes. He's getting closer, apparently. Oh, MG. 13. We'll talk about it next. The Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Q. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, check it out, KTAR.com. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by great folks, your Valley Toyota dealers. Uh, I'm on with Broomhead 850 every morning, and I debut the Big Q. Here it is, Chad. I'll give you some uh, results of what we talked about this morning. So Kevin McCarthy, so he wants he wants to be Speaker of the House. He's over 11. Is it 11 or 12? How many uh, votes? It's 13. He's over 13 I've right missed now. two votes since 850. Yes. Oh, for, and they've they've uh, adjourned till about 5 o'clock our time tonight. All right. Oh, for 13. Yeah. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. I got to update that. Kevin McCarthy has failed uh, 13 times to become Speaker of the House. If this were a movie, what would it be called? You ready, Becky Lynn? A, Groundhog's Day. B, Trainwreck. C, Total Recall. D, Clueless, or E, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, the I number, went with Groundhog Day. <laughs> number one answer, Dumb and Dumber. Number two, Groundhog yeah, Day. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> you can go and vote at KTAR.com. A lot of, put it this way, uh, Chad, a lot of the politics like this, the silliness, I try and stay away from. I think what's happening in Washington, D.C. is a show. I think you've got, you know, some Republicans who are just trying to make life miserable for you know what? other Republicans. And I usually don't I don't even like to really talk about it because I know it's going to get done. Um, it's like when it's like when uh, when these 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 Republicans and Democrats hold up the budget or something. And then they're like, well, we got to shut the government down and everybody starts to worry. And then what do we always say? Oh, they're just doing it for a show. Yeah. You know, look, there is some some of the you know, and I've said this, they're, they're wackadoodles. I mean, last night, Matt gets his speech on uh, uh with, with about Trump, my God, dude! He nominated Donald Trump to be the insanity of the, of the way house. that he did this. Uh, I just, I said, geez, doesn't that tell you that there are people there, and we already know this. There are people there that have no interest in doing the job. Yeah, uh, they're not. They're not interested in making laws, helping the country. They are there to just throw a wrench in everybody's plans. So. As I'm watching all these things, they've brought up some really good stuff. One of the things is while we were on vacation, they passed another omnibus bill for $1.7 trillion with stuff in it that is insane. Guess how many people debated it on the floor? None. How many people read it? None. Not a person. Why? 
4,200 pages long, 1.7. Your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids' money we are spending. We need to reel some of that in. We need to bring some of these things to a vote. Horse racing uh, laws were passed inside. I mean, they're, they're passing stuff that's insane. It, they're handing money out to their friends. It's mm-hmm. good to have serious questions, but... For these people, many of them, it's not about that. Yes, they, they all say they're concerned. It's a lot about getting the, the, the cameras on them. Yeah. If you got the cameras out of there, I bet you this thing would go a lot faster because people aren't staring at me. And I like the fact that people are asking me questions all day. Yeah. And I think the Democrats look at this and they're pointing and they're laughing and they're like, this party is a disgrace and a disaster. And yeah, so but you know you, what? So are, so are you guys. Yeah, because I'll tell yeah. you why. Nancy did everything she wanted. And you guys had to rubber stamp it. Right. She didn't let you debate. She'd go in and tell you what we're doing. She'd go into committees and say stuff. And she raised the threshold to get rid of her to a level that was ridiculous. They've lowered it to a level that's ridiculous. Where's the sanity in this? But you watch it'll get done in a little while. Why? And, and, and it's Friday, and they all want to go home. Oh, you think they're going to move this past just so they can go home for the weekend? No, well, I want to go so home for the vote, weekend. They'll vote for the wrong reasons. Yeah, they'll, they'll go home for they'll, they'll push they'll, it they'll, through. They're, they're, apparently, wow. their hard stance of morality only lasts till nighttime on Friday. You might be right. You might be right. This thing will probably end today. 0 for 13. We're looking at 1 for 14, maybe. Man, I got to play softball tonight. If I go 1 for 14, I'm not allowed back next week. No. And I'm the captain. If you got up 14 times, <laughs> I have a feeling you guys won. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, coming up next. Hey, Becky Lynn's ready to read the news. Becky, you got purpley cool shoes on today. What are we wearing? Yesterday, she was rocking these Converse. That were oh, awesome. I know, like great purple Converse. No, I did not wear them today. Today, I'm all black and white. What oh. a fashionista we have. She yeah. is. She yeah. is. Well, Chad barely put pants on today. Uh, but I did. <laughs> so there's that. Well, thank goodness. I mean, <laughs> that, it's Friday, but still. I know. Becky Lynn's going to read the news. Uh, you and I, we're going to interrupt her. We're going to react to the day's top stories. Be a little bit... Uh, Snarky. Next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic, now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us, Gatos, Chad, to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn with the headlines. Maricopa County is launching an investigation into its election issues. In a joint statement from Maricopa County's Board of Supervisors Chair and Vice Chairman, the two state they are committed to, quote, continuous improvement. On Election Day, roughly 20% of polling locations were impacted by printer issues, making it difficult for tabulators to read ballots. This has been the focal point of some post-election lawsuits from losing candidates. A team of independent investigators will provide insight as to why the printer issues did not affect the primary election, but did affect the general. Taylor Kinnerup, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Ah, you know my conspiracy theory. I love them. It was not the printers. They had people who wanted to go and vote in person, and uh, they brought their own pens. Well, the printers didn't help. Well, again, bringing your own pen when you're being asked to use a specific pen, and you think, no, I don't trust that pen. I've got to bring my own pen. And then that thing didn't work. I'm telling you, man, part of the problem, people brought their own pens. Hmm. I guarantee it. They brought their own pens because of Sharpie Gate, and I don't trust people, and I don't want to put it in the red box or the what is it? The what box did they have to put the thing in? The, the, the box the, three, box three, Curtains box four, four box Tupperware, Tupperware nine. Yeah, uh, I just look. It wasn't a good look. Uh, you know, go ahead. What do you? I mean, again, do we think anything here is going to be changed? 
zero things are going to change. We're going to move on with our lives. Have fun suing people. We're holding up that. Things looking. The 24th governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs. Governor Katie Hobbs was sworn into office yesterday, but she is not the only newly elected official to take the stage. Several new key leaders outlined their plans for their offices, and KTAR's Colton Krolak is live in the news center to tell us more about what they had to say. Secretary of State Adrian Fontes outlined his desire to protect election officials. This domestic terrorism is anathema to the constitutional order and must be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Attorney General Chris Mays' top priorities include fighting the fentanyl crisis and protecting abortion rights. I will fight to protect our bodily autonomy. And Interstate Schools Chief Tom Horn says he'll focus on test scores and traditional discipline in the classroom. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. What's anathema mean? Anybody? Wise man Steve Zinsmeister? Something or someone that one vehemently dislikes. And you said that off the top of your head. That's why you're the wise man. Uh, yeah, Adrian Fontes, don't use big words like that, because when we're trying to do holding up the headlines, got to dumb it down for us, for Chad and I. I mean, come on, anathema? Becky Lynn, can you use anathema in a sentence? Oh, say, what was it? Wise man. Dislike something something you dislike. Something you dislike. This conversation is definitely an anathema in the middle of holding up headlines. Oh, wow. I like that. Wow. We we, we are. We're we're holding up headlines. All right. Uh, We're holding up the anathema. After more than a dozen rounds of voting, Republican Kevin McCarthy still falling short of the necessary 218 votes (laughs) to become Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. Over the past few days, many representatives have expressed frustration, including Arizona's senior independent U.S. Senator, Kirsten Sinema. I call and my colleagues on both sides of the aisle to stop with the partisan games and find a way to move forward with a coalition that works together. The House can't resume normal business until a speaker is elected, and Cinema says that affects the Senate as well. Now, the House has adjourned until 8 p.m. Arizona time. They will reconvene then, and we'll see where they go from there. One vote, I think he's short. He's just got to he's got to flip one vote, maybe two. I, I, it's getting close. There's the Lowen Bobert and Matt Getz aren't going to be there. Uh, can he get somebody else? Yeah, I think it's a possibility at this point, you know. But what has he done to himself? Because he's now weak in that position by mm. giving so much away. Is he going to cause more chaos uh, down the line? I, I don't know, but uh, it is it is it's good to see some debating on the floor at the same time it feels like now it's a clown show we're holding up the headlines president biden awarding former arizona speaker of the house rusty bowers with the presidential citizens medal today the president honored bowers for his part in resisting former president trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election on the two-year anniversary of january 6th rusty you're an example is a demonstration to every young man and woman thinking about identity politics, about what integrity, what integrity is all about. I'm not exaggerating. Here, here. This is the nation's second highest award a civilian can receive. Kate Orta, KTAR News. That's the word that I like to, to that's the word I, I use when I, when I talk about Rusty Bowers. He does have integrity. Yeah. He doesn't care what uh, other people think. He goes by his gut. He goes by facts. He doesn't He's listen to no conspiracy nonsense. theories. Yeah. This is the truth. 
Even if I don't like the way that this turned out, here's the truth, and you can't hide from it. There you go. And we're going to miss them in the Arizona legislature, because the Arizona legislature is very far right, and they're not going to get a whole lot done with a Democratic governor. I hope they're looking around going, who's the next person that's going to try to stop these people from doing some insane things? Because it hurts the party when they do. Yeah, we're holding up the headlines. Well, it's costing you a lot more to crack open an egg for your breakfast in the morning. How much more? Julie Murphy with the Arizona Farm Bureau says egg prices are about 50% higher than they were a year ago. The nationwide bird flu outbreak is mainly to blame, although Murphy adds it's not affecting local egg producers. As of right now, they're doing really well, but because we have the outbreak that have shown up in other parts of the country, it's going to impact all of us because it tightens up supplies. She doesn't see the prices going down anytime soon either. Uh, that's why you can have chickens in your backyard now. So go get yourself some chickens. It's simple and easy. Isn't it in Chandler, uh, right? Uh, yeah, Chandler, yeah. right. Then you go get yourself some chickens, put them out there, let them to do their thing. They'll give you some eggs, and we'll move on with our lives. Uh, because the bird flu, the beauty about chickens is there's not a long gestation period for them. It's not like we have to wait nine months for another chicken to be born. <laughs> According to the CDC, in November of 20... Chickens are tasty. 2022... <laughs> 50 million birds affected by the bird flu since the start of the year. Now that number's 57 million. They should get the bird flu shot. They should get the bird flu shot. I would take that vaccine. <laughs> I bet you would. We're holding up the headlines. It's only been around for five weeks, but there's another piece of technology that's now raising eyebrows and being blocked in some areas. Chat GPT is an artificial intelligence free app that can write an essay or a term paper about virtually anything and it's being blocked in New York City schools. Already raising some big questions about the future of AI in education, tech, and a host of other professions. And still on tech at CES, formerly the Consumer Electronics Show that's happening in Las Vegas right now, they've unveiled a host of new innovations including a button your dog can press to let you know it's hungry (laughs) and a stroller that can follow you around. The chat uh, GPS is absolutely amazing. So I got a beta test a while ago, and uh, I was showing Steve and every how oh, you tried uh, it out. So, so uh, wise man, how insane is it? Like we did some experiments. Like I think we wrote some commercials. Like you would type in like write me a travel commercial about Arizona, and you press enter. Three seconds later, there's a full page script. Full page with was multiple it characters. It was. It was. And some of the stuff is so amazing. Uh, it's got a ways to go in some other things, but it is brilliant. The one that I was working with the other day. So you could take three tweets about a story, put it in there, and it'll write you three different New York Times article. Opinion from the right, the left, or just a straight news story. It's incredible. It is scary, though, because if you're a kid, I don't ever have to do it in paper again. Exactly. Wow. Or apparently learn anything. And here's the thing. The new stuff is, it'll ask you. That's the other thing. You have a conversation with, like, and they, it'll ask you questions like, what kind of student are you? I'm a C-plus student. Okay. Why? Because it wants to make oh, mistakes no. so it doesn't look like you stole it. <gasps> oh, my oh, goodness. That's where the new, the, new, the, new, the new part of it's heading. Yeah. It's learning you along the way. It's like, don't cheat too bad yeah. because the teacher will know yeah. you're don't, not yeah, an A student. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, that'll do it for Holding Up the Headlines every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads the news. We hold up the headlines, interrupt, react, and just be our normal... Awesome un- selves. Can't get any more awesome. Coming up next. Sauce. Awesome sauce. Unin- uh, oh, unin- awesome. Unemployment hit a new low today. Yeah. Uh, but where are all the men out there in the workforce? Where are you guys? Next.
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. Hey, we got a new superintendent of uh, public instruction, Tom Horn. So you want your kid paddled? How about spanking coming back into Arizona schools? We'll tell you what this genius said coming up at 405. This guy is just... You know what? Maybe we need it because there's no men working. We're going to talk about that. But we have a record number of people that are employed right now. Once again, employment staying steady. We have more people employed in America right now than at any other time ever. Almost 160 million employed Americans. And these are people who are uh, like this is full employment. That's huge. It's huge. Huge, massive. But there's still some weird things here. Okay. Men, they're just not working. What is the deal? Are they looking for a better job and right now they're just currently not working? Or what are they, what are they doing? Are they just like, listen, I'm burned out and I'm not gonna I'm not going into the you office? Know, what is some it? of these some of these things are you know, you can look and say, you know, so it's the millennials, they're lazy. Yeah, some of that may be true, not all true. Uh I think some of it is also the the just men are having a tough time figuring out what to do. This is it's the maneuvering in today's world. Uh, it, men struggle, and, and it's it's adolescent boys and and young men. They're struggling more and more. But I also think, and this is something that's not talked about enough. There are a lot of people out there that aren't technically traditionally employed, but they make money doing several other things. They 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 piece together something over here. To the gig and, economy. Yeah, the gig economy. Yeah. And I think because there's so many opportunities out there with Fiverr, you know, dot com and Upworks and stuff that a lot of these people are just you know what? I, I sit at home and I work just enough to get by and I can pick and choose what I want to do. And maybe they'll drive for Uber because all those things as a contractor, technically you're not employed. So I think that's missing in a lot of this. I just wonder the 20 somethings. You say it's a it's a lot of men. Let's just talk about the 20 somethings. Why is it taking 20 something so long to grow up? Because I think that's kind of what we're seeing. Very slow out of the gate. Parents. Um, so the, is it because you were, it, it, a lot of people say it's because they were coddled. I think okay. a lot of that's so true. Weren't the girls coddled and now they're women and they're in the now, workforce but the difference and they're doing is, great. You know, schools, I think, I think, I think we have, we've championed women and girls, which is great. But as we, it, somewhere along the line, I think we went from, from, from trying to champion women to on top of championing women, we're also, uh, we were pushing down young boys, young kids. It's but not. How are we up. pushing down a young boy? Oh, are you kidding me? Well, give me an example. We're drugging every young boy in school because he squirms and moves around. Oh, that kid's got, he's a problem because he's this way. Yeah. It, it, we, we are pushing, you know, uh, we are taking a lot of, of a school is set up in so many ways. It through to to push in certain angles to help girls, which is fantastic. At the same time, I think we're leaving little boy. We can't. It, it's everywhere. The science, the, the the statistics are everywhere. Boys are being left behind. Look at colleges now. Mm. It's not even close. In the next what couple of years, it's going to be like sixty forty girls 60 in college. Forty, yeah, girls in college and 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 boys in college. That's huge. It's already past. It's already fifty plus on the girls' side, and the graduation levels are just not even close. Let's let's take this at a different angle. So we talked about young men not being in the workforce, and it's taking them a lot to get out of the starting gate. All right, we have a record number of Americans employed. 
Okay. Why then do we have all these opening jobs? <laughs> if everyone is working, uh, why is there still a we're hiring sign up everywhere you go? Well, I mean, as we grow in our economy, as we grow as, as, as people, that's a wonderful thing. Or is uh, it just certain jobs? Certain jobs. Yeah. Is it the restaurant industry? Yeah. Is it hospitality? That's big. You know what I mean? Is, certain construction areas right. and things like that. Because if you go and look right now, uh, Salesforce just laid off a bunch of people, like 10%. He was totally, the thing I've said for years is, he goes, dude, we overhired. Amazon just got rid of 18,000. A lot of what you're going to see now is that mid-level white-collar job is going to be the one that takes the hit. But there's still going to be places... You know, servers. I went to breakfast today with uh, my my uh, longtime producer for my national show. It was a little diner down the street here, like that little one server and almost every table. One server was all they had. It's interesting you say that because over our break, my wife and I went to this uh, kind of out of the way place, which is kind of popular for breakfast. And we got there and there were a lot of people there. They said it would be an hour wait. And I said, okay. Then we looked around. Half the tables were empty. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they've got three servers working. That's about it for a pretty big place. Yeah. So there are spots that definitely need workers, but it's interesting. Plus, a lot of people that just, you know, we've also got this this generation that wants to do what they want to do. And until you get to that desperation mode, I guess you'll kind of do what you want to do. All right. Coming up next, uh, is your kid here in Arizona going to get spanked in school? Is that like a new thing now? We'll talk about it. The Gatos and Chad Show.